Today on Comtalk, we will be talking about the Northern Irish film Belfast. Glicks, what is going on? We have received a signal from a new area on the planet Geekery. All right, let's see what the planet has for us today. Opening forms in three, two, one. Thank you for clicking today on this episode of Comtalk. This is a show by Devoted Geeks who are devoted to letting you know that you are loved. So if you don't hear anything about this review or anything further past this point, just letting you know that you are loved and you have purpose. My name is Kevin. I am the Dapper Man and I am going to be talking about a Northern Irish film that was actually released just right now, or actually last week or two. And it has very limited release in theaters, so you may not hear about this film. In fact, it may just go completely under your radar. But I am here to just bring it back to life that you may not hear about it now, but you might hear it during Academy Awards or some special awards, maybe the Northern Award Film Festivals. That's going to be happening. And I have to say, this is a film I believe everyone should check out. But first, before I get too far into it, let me just give you a little bit brief into the movie. First, let's talk about the director. The director is Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh is actually a Northern Irishman who was living in um, Belfast, who was a Belfast native. And this is a semi-autobiography based on his life growing up in Belfast during the time of the Troubles of Northern Ireland. For those who don't know what the Troubles of Northern Ireland are, this is the times of the Catholics and the Protestants when there was fighting in the streets, the IRA. And that's just very brief. I know I'm not go- going to into too much detail about this, but that's a very brief synopsis of what's happening in the 60s. That happened all the way until 1998. So in this film, we begin, it is 1969. And as I said earlier, it's filmed in Belfast. We get to see this little boy. His name is Buddy. He's a nine-year-old. He's playing in the streets. He is playing in the streets with other children, other lads and lasses with these wooden swords. And they're just having fun. It's everyday life in Northern Ireland. People are drinking tea. People are conversing. Everyone knows each other. There's just normal life right there in this small town. But all of a sudden... A riot breaks out. And in this riot, people are throwing these fire bombs, the Molotov cocktails, and buildings are setting a car on fire. They're screaming, yelling. There's panic in the streets as these Protestants are just making a complete chaos into this lives in this Catholic neighborhood. And so this mom, she rushes out. She finds her son. She's uh, there's so much chaos is happening and everyone's just going everywhere. It's just, this happens within the first five minutes of the film. So during this whole process, there is this Catholic neighborhood that the Protestants are actually going after. And this family, the um, Buddy's family, they're actually Protestants living in the Catholic neighborhood. So they are... They're just hiding. They're trying. They're always looking behind their back, making sure that someone's not out to get them. That a riot doesn't break out. They're always just on the lookout, and it's very scary time in Northern Ireland because it was such a very sad time for this to be happening. So, I mean, that's basically the gist of it. 
just saying how they're always watching out behind her back, but they're living everyday life throughout the situations. So there, you know, there's things that happens like they go to the pictures, which is what we call the movie theaters. They they play games. They just do everyday life, but they're always just looking behind their backs, making sure nothing will happen to them, that no one's going to be taken away. Uh, you know, some their house doesn't catch on fire or anything else of the sort. I'm going to say this film, is, like I said, um, in the very beginning, I know I probably spoiled it by saying it. I absolutely love this film. This film really speaks to me very much deeply, but as far as a film of itself, it's beautifully well shot. It has this, it's filmed mostly in this crisp black and white um, film. So there's shots in it that's actually in color, but the majority of the film is in black and white. So when you see these streets of Northern Ireland, you see these houses and people just talking through their everyday life and they're dealing with these situations. It's just very well done, very well shot. And nothing seems too dark and nothing seems too light. Even with the riots and chaos, it never feels like it's too brutal where you got to turn your face away because sometimes when a film like this is made, it gets pretty strong into the violence. You don't worry about that into this film. This film is its very much like, I'm trying to think of it. It's like if you're looking back at photos, like if you're with your parents or family, or whatever, and you're looking back, you're talking about your photos. It's like that's what's being revealed in this movie with a story. Uh, and, this per and as Kenneth Branagh, as he's telling you his story of what he experienced during this time in his life, I found it very fascinating and very incredible. I enjoyed this movie. It doesn't romanticize too much in the violence and it doesn't romanticize too much in everything else. He is playing, he has himself being fictionalized as the little kid buddy, as I said, mentioned earlier. And there's one thing he loves. He loves movies. He loves the films that he watches and the, and the theaters the ones he watches on televisions, it I remembered every single movie that he was playing on the telly. It was the same exact movies I have watched. A lot of the westerns. There was the man who shot Liberty Valance, John Wayne film. There was not Shane. Um, there was the other one. I know the name of the movie. High Noon, where the song "Do Not Forget Me, Oh My Darling." For those of you who are very strong into westerns, you know exactly what I'm talking about. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, check out that movie too. But there's a lot of Western references, and one of my favorites inside this movie, other than watching the Dick Van Dyke movie, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, in the theaters, is that it shows these movies in the theaters that are in color. It shows those scenes on screen in color. Everyone else is black and white, so it's like, for some reason, as you're watching these people through the historical text and looking back in memory, it's in black and white, but the movie's being preserved will always retain that color. I like that aspect. Even though there was a scene where he's sitting with his grandmother and his grandmother is wearing the glasses and you can see the color of the film reflecting on her glasses. That's a nice, lovely touch. I really much enjoyed that. So this film, this is like I said, is filmed very well. It has a very nice scenes to it. The, the, the scenes that does happen, it takes its time. It doesn't rush. I like that. Sometimes in movies, they always rush everything. You never can make out what's being shown through shaky cam, which is one of my least favorite. And I absolutely 
despise and hate the shaky camera movements. So there's I think there's very little or barely any of that. The only time you see the shaky cam is through the war violence, and even that is to a very bare minimum. It takes its time. It doesn't have confusing shots, so everything you can see is very nice. There's sometimes, if you are watching someone talking, just pay attention to the entire screen because you may be seeing another person on a corner screen just looking and listening and you wouldn't notice it because you're so much focusing on the conversation until you look to the right or left. And he's like, oh, there's someone right there listening to the conversations. And I just love that aspect that he uses the full potential of the widescreen. And one of the other things I very much enjoyed about this film, I want to say, is the actors and actresses. Each one is very well done. Everyone's very fantastic. I enjoy such um, veteran actresses like Judy Drench. Um, the father who's played by Jamie Doran. People may know him for some other not so great films, but he's a good actor. He plays a, he plays very well in this film. This the watching how they react towards the arguments, the fighting, and trying to understand if they should leave Ireland or stay in Ireland. It's just this great communication or sometimes not great communication, but this great scene that happens back and forth. You can really feel like this is actually very important, and there was just a great tone towards it. I very much enjoy. Very much times whenever there's a fighting scenes in movies, you hear so much screaming, you can't really make out what they're saying, and they're just speaking gibberish. They're just speaking whatever rubbish, and it doesn't make sense. These conversations actually make sense, and they mean very well for what each one are trying to relay toward each other about how they feel during these situations. It doesn't help that the father who plays in this movie also, he is very much a gambler. He likes to keep gambling money and it's not because he likes to gamble. He keeps thinking that the more he gambles, he might have that extra chance of getting that big cash load so that way he can pay off his debt and move out of Ireland. That's a fight he's bringing, but the wife's fighting like, stop spinning and pay off your debt. You don't have that much, but there's, you know, there's a tension that's happening right there. Another one that's happening is with the children, the two sons. As I said, this, the son, um, Buddy, he's a great, fantastic actor. I've never seen this young lad in any other film. Um, his name is Jude Hill. What a great, fantastic acting. He has such great humor, such great wit, and it was just fantastic watching this boy as he's in this role. I don't know. I don't know if I could act as well as this kid. I'm being honest. It is very rare to see a child actor do so well, but he does it. I will say for those who are watching this movie, if you do watch this movie after you take my advice, which I hope you do. You might not quite understand everything they're saying because, well, they're Northern Irish people and sometimes accent is a little bit thicker. I hope you understand everything I'm saying, <laughs> but sometimes those accents are a little bit thicker that some people may not understand. And I could completely understand it because people have told me that, that sometimes they don't understand what I'm saying. And I, I, I guess maybe, but, you know, some people I think has told me is like, um, one person at the theater is like, I like their accents, but I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't want to tell this person anything. <laughs> I'll just smile and walk away as I heard these two talk, discussing the film, walking out of the theater. 
um, what was I going? Uh, yeah, the two young boys. You don't see too much of the older, the elder boy, but the younger boy. It's just great acting. I love when he's getting into this young romance, being inside the school. He is really striving to be the best he can be, and it's not so much he's striving to be the best to get the highest score. It's because the girl he likes in the classroom has the highest score and he wants to sit right next to her because that was a very thing and schooling well i was homeschooled but from what people has told me being in school that the students who did the best got to sit the closest to the teacher i don't understand that part because that sounds very counterproductive i would think you want your best students to sit in the back and the ones who don't do so well sit up front maybe they let me learn something i don't get that part <laughs> oh as i mentioned the grandparents, the one by Syrian Hines as uh, the grandfather, and Judy Drentz as uh, the grandmother. She's not the best Northern Irish accent, but you know, I'll give it a pass because she's just a great actress and just great raw emotion come from both of them. They play together like they've been married for their entire lives, and that's what you want to see when you see grandparents playing these types of roles inside a movie. Um, a favorite scene of mine. I have many favorite scenes, but one of them was in the theater, and this is actually something I can relate to because my father actually rented this movie, and there was the same exact type of thing. They were watching the movie um, One Million Years BC. It's a dinosaur cheesy movie, and no one's really watching the dinosaur movie for the dinosaurs or for cavemen or anything else. They're watching it because there was this um, American role, not role model, American model. Her name is Ratcrow Welch played in Elvis Presley's movies and a couple of other movies. And she's kind of in this cave woman bikini style. The husband is smiling the entire time and the wife looks at him and like, why are we watching this movie? And he looks at her and smiles, for educational purposes. And I just like had this thought to my memory exactly what happened when my father went to this movie. And my mom is looking at my father and she's looking at him and she's like, you didn't rent this movie because it's an old movie and it's, you know, it's like PG or something. Father's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So I understood exactly what happened right here. Um, another favorite scene of mine was when the two boys went to their Protestant church and the pastor is screaming, screaming murder. He's screaming fire and brimstone messages and he's spitting fumes and he's just laying it on thick and the kids are right there. They're just like scared stiff. Their eyes are wide open. And it reminded me of going to churches at the time in my life. And the pastors would be just screaming, yelling, and everything's like, you're going to go to hell if you don't do this. And I was like, oh my goodness, I feel exactly what this young lad is feeling. And at the end, he was like, here's the money bucket. And they just threw the money in. They were like, took off like darts. Oh man, that was a great, lovely scene. There's just so many fantastic scenes in this film. I very much enjoy for those who love classic rock music or just that um, type of music. Van Morrison does the music for this film. I was blown away because I kept listening. I was like, that's Van Morrison playing his music and I was like of course it makes sense because he's a Belfast native I mean hey it's that's great that's, I mean that's just great lovely stuff um I'm trying to think of anything else I may have missed I know I'm just like I'm looking over notes but I'm just thinking of other things that has actually happened I know it's not very professional of me being on a podcast telling you like this but this is real um I enjoyed 
I know I said that so many times, but I really hope that you get to watch this film because it has such great charm. It has great humor in sight. There's some great scenes, as I mentioned earlier. Oh, another one was one in the music dance hall as the husband or wife, they're just going back and forth and they're singing and they're dancing and they're having a time of their lives. And it's amazing. It's very nice to see stuff like this happening because amidst all these troubles and everything that's happening, they're trying to make the best of their times. I almost want to go into devotion with this, but I'm just holding them back on that because I just want to keep this as a review. So, yeah. I would admit, as I came to the closing of this movie, it actually had me crying. Because, you know, it's kind of hard for somebody like myself, who, being in Ireland and then here in the States, and there's just something that was said at the very end, and I was like, oh, no, don't tell me this now. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, I think this has to be one of my personal favorite films I've ever seen this year. I think this is possibly my favorite movie this year. That's pretty bold to say that. I'm just trying to think of the right words, but this is a fantastic, lovely, brilliant film. Um, this film, I'm going to go with... There's this thing I do on my channel, and that is a rating system. And that's to let you know that you're listening. If you want to watch this movie, it's like, oh, I'm kind of cautious because I don't know where this lies in the PG-13. Um, this movie is rated PG-13, and just saying, you well, know... There is no sexuality. There's no nudity inside. There's just that um, movie scene I talked about earlier. So that's very brief. And there's nothing going further than that. Language, there is one strong word. There are several Irish slangs said throughout the film. There is a scatological term, an analytical term. There is four mild languages. So, you know, um, Violence, there's very, it's not as much violence as I thought it would be, so you don't see much bloody scenes, you don't see, you see fighting, but you don't see it too graphic, so if that's what you're wondering what's inside the movie, that's what's inside, so maybe that, you know, for your own personal purposes, for taking your family, or when it comes on the television, or streaming, this is something I know I will be purchasing on Blu-ray, because it was just that good. The scene I was telling you about at the very end that I left you with a credit end scene, which there's nothing at the end credits, but at the very end, it said, no matter how far you go, never forget where you came from. Again, that's something I feel like I can do a devotion over, but this is a not a devotional. This is a review. But I hope you enjoyed me talking about this movie and this review of me saying how much I loved it a thousand times. <laughs> So with that, I will leave with you to definitely check out this movie. Um, like I said, it is a Northern Irish film and it's black and white. So if you have a thing against black and white films, I'm sorry, but this is phenomenal. The movie wasn't felt too long. So I believe it was an hour and 40 minutes. Could be wrong. Anyways, that is my review of Belfast. Like I said, it's going to be very select theater, so by the time you listen to this, as I said earlier, you're probably going to be streaming this or seeing it on DVD, Blu-ray, whatever. So if you do get a chance, be sure to check this film out. That is all I have to say, so if you do wish to follow more of me, I am on YouTube as youtube.com slash the Dapper Man Reviews. I am also on Instagram and, oh yeah, 
enough of my personal stuff. I am also on the podcast, which is right here through Geek Devotions. And we have just released an episode that you might actually enjoy. It's a review called Mars Attacks. It is, I think I said the bottom of the shelf podcast. Uh, if I don't, I'm just saying it again. It has some of my um, lovely people here, John Haru and Dallas as we discuss about the Tim Burton film and other films as well. So if you like to listen to us grown adults talk about bad movies, be sure to check that out. Well, that is all I have to say. So until next time, have a lovely day. And if you remember, as I said in the beginning, you have purpose in life. Never, ever forget that. God bless. Cheers. Cheers.